welcome everyone to another episode of Incorrectly Correct. Of course, I'm your host, Sir Gio. S-I-R-G-O. Thank you. And today we have a topic that's um I think we're gonna hit a hit a lot of points with this one. Um the topic is long distance relationships. And it came to me having a conversation with someone who is thinking about it. Never really been into a um, long distance relationship and they wanted my opinion of it and they sparked my idea. So I'm going to welcome Queen Naomi. Say hello to everyone. Hello everybody. All right, so she hit a lot of a lot of points when we discussed it. And let's just get down to it. When was the last time you were in one? A long distance relationship? Um coming from California to Las Vegas, I think that was a long distance relationship because I still had friendships and relationships back in California. I think the last time I've had one. Um, I was in Atlanta she was in California and of course we knew each other prior but you know the distance it uh, it created a wall right that was not there before and with good reason because I'm, I'm going to be honest I wasn't the best of me at that time so I felt I had freedom and I was out chasing and I think she can feel it you know because you, you women you guys are amazing and she started to pick up on things and you know, once we reconnected on a um, physical level, seeing each other again, um, you know, questions came and I couldn't give answers. Um, what was your experience like with that nail? Um, it was actually total crap. It really was. Um, I will call him a collector of women. Mm-hmm. Explain that. A collector of women, he liked the, he would call us jelly beans. He liked different flavors. Wow. So every woman was different in their own type of way. Okay. Did you play a role or when you found out you was a jelly bean, you got out the back? Um, I played the game for a little bit. Okay. Until I got bored and tired, it started becoming a whole lot of dramatic. After a while, it started feeling like a cult. <laughs> oh, okay. You guys ain't performing any rituals like that. Right? No. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping that. Now, but what happened is, um, yeah, after that one, I made sure that, you know, if she would have me back, you know, I would uh, I would fix some things, but you know, by then it was too late. 
you know, and uh, and sometimes you you wish you could have switched things up, but that's just how life goes when when you make mistakes, not just on your everyday, but when you make mistakes, karma don't play, man. So let's get back to this the whole jelly bean situation. So what? <laughs> what flavor were you? Um, I would call myself the foundation. Oh, okay. Now, for any any, any players out there listening, you know, or ex-pimps, y'all know what they would call them. We're not saying that, though, but... (laughs) 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 You know what that would be called. But what I did... What I did do is, um... You know, I wrote down some questions so we can go further in, into this topic. And the first question is, do they still exist? Um, yes, they do still exist. I would believe okay. so. And you said yesterday you, you know someone that's in one? Um, Basically, they were friends in high school. And as they got older, he enrolled in the military and they kept their relationship going. Now they are married. They are currently married with kids. That's all. Okay. I asked the question because I don't I don't know anyone who's in a long distance relationship. Um you know, I think that you know, with the with the time changing of the guard, you know, pendulum swinging, um, just to see that, you know what I'm saying, would really amaze me. Even if it's going well or going bad, it's just I I haven't ran across anyone who's in a long distance relationship, you know, because we we live in this society where you know everything is transactional, right? Mm-hmm. And that to happen the person has to be there I have to get something from you you know what I mean for me to even rock with you that's how that's how we see relationships nowadays you know you hear the women say it all the time he ain't chasing the bag and I can't go get this what am I here for or you hear the man you know what I mean like man if she can't roll with the punches how I want her to roll with it she can't give me what I want when I want it what am I here for you know what I mean so I just I don't see how a long distance relationship would uh, sustain. So, what do you call a relationship when two people are working? Because there are pe- working people out there. Yeah, you may be in the same state. Yeah, you may be in the same area, but I'm working twelve hours over here, and you working fifteen hours over there. That's still somewhat a long distance relationship. I like that. I really, really like that. We can go there. Okay, let's tap into that because it's when do you get to see that person, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of if you want to, you know, face chat, you know, or of course you got your phone calls and text messages, but when do you see that person? Because 12 hours, 15 hours are draining. Mm-hmm. And 
how do you have the energy you know I mean that makes a lot of sense in that in that situation what would you expect and let's not say expectation what would you um, what would you like in that situation if you're working 12 he's working 15 you guys are tired and it's hard for y'all to just you know link up and do anything how would you make that work Did I lose the same no I'm still here I still look at it as the same it's the same concept long distance you're looking at the mileage but I mean what about time right. you still got to communicate even if it's just a text message even if okay. y'all spending spending time with each other sleeping okay and I remember you saying and it was one of my my favorite favorite things because one of the questions is um, how do you maintain a long distance relationship and I also ask are there rules right so I appreciate what you said yesterday which taps into what are you saying now is the communication mm-hmm. right because and anything that plays a, a a big role, which is you said good communication increases if the two are really into each other. Correct. That's one of my favorites because you have to like the person, right? You have to be engaged with this person. Not, you know, ring per se, but you, you have to really be into it with this person to want to communicate with them right so I mean let's just say y'all together you work 12 he work 15 you don't have the time but if you're not really feeling him or he's not really feeling you there's no the point yeah you know so communication I know it plays a big role but what I was asking is what do you do for communication you know um as far as communication text message is the key okay my break may be at 12 o'clock your your break may be at one but we can still have a conversation throughout the day although although we're not having a flowing conversation you're still communicating okay now in this transactional society is that enough it depends on the person Exactly, and I was—I would want to say I'm not sure. I don't know the stats, but I would want to say a good, a good eighty percent of people wouldn't find that enough. So you rather have a bum, somebody that got all the time in the world, not working, not doing nothing, but they can pay attention to you. Well, no, because the stipulations <laughs> was twelve-hour, fifteen-hour shifts, right? So. I mean, but you can't have both. So do you want somebody that's actually working up for something? Or you want somebody that's just sitting at home playing video games all day? Mm. No. Because if they got something going for themselves, of course they're going to be busy. Mm. 
Or what about what about those people who just satisfy with a regular nine to five as long as the pay is enough to pay their bills? Because a lot of people work just to come back home and just to Which go back to work. True. You know, so But that's still a needle in a haystack. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the needle a- the needle in the haystack is the fifteen hour shift guy who can't find the <laughs> time to be with his woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Name me five men you know like that. Right now at the time. <laughs> I can name plenty. Yeah. You forgot I was a bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's unfair advantage you got over there. <laughs> that's so true though. Cause I know that's... construction workers that work like that. I know oh, nurses yeah. that work like that. And oh, I'm yeah. talking about people that's making a little bit more than average. Right. Unless you have a degree, even people with degrees is still working yeah. 12, 15 hours. Yeah, so, you got to put that thing to work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I have another question. Um, are there benefits to being in a long distance relationship? Good or bad? Um, my mind only go to positive because I I look at the anticipation, you know, it's like Christmas, Mm -hmm. the excitement. I miss you Mm -hmm. versus, you know, I see you every day. You getting on my nerves type of stuff. (laughs) And. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. This wasn't a long distance relationship, but this is, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, in the past relationship, I, you know, working, and sometimes they were overworking, and I didn't mind, of course, because, you know, the money's gonna look good, you know, bills gonna get paid, but that moment when you walk through the door and you know you're tired, and she's there, she's there with a, a welcoming energy you know what I mean you get to Mm -hmm. just lay back take you a shower and lay back and she'll just take care of everything else she's worked already for that day and she's had time to relax so that that anticipation to see that person I know exactly what you mean Mm -hmm. And and that and I can see that playing a big role when you're in a long distance relationship and you do get that time whether it be work hours or miles and that moment when you do get to see them it's a special moment and I, I've, I've experienced that so I know exactly what you mean but I did ask a few people and okay and these are some of the answers I've gotten so Let's say for the sake, are there benefits, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, someone said, I don't feel there are any benefits because of the type of person I am. Um, this person said, I love love. So I like being around my partner. Right? Yes, they were able to see them through video chat, but it wasn't enough for this person. They didn't get to to touch their partner like they wanted. 
and they couldn't have sex like like they wanted you know mm-hmm. so let's speak about the people who who really enjoy that that time that touch that physical presence in a relationship it's hard for them to to deal with a long distance relationship because of how they love or what so they would call their 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 love language is not a phone call or a face chat you know their love language is I need to feel you or I need you to feel me physically though so we have two sides of the fence and to some people it's not beneficial which is true um I don't know if I can date somebody that's a police officer or military because they're gone too many hours in a day. So I do I like understand. That. I do understand that. I like that honesty because, you know, I know a few who live the life of, you know, officer or, or military and oftentimes the women get real real frustrated even though they knew what this man career path was and I appreciate your honesty for saying that I just wouldn't date them if I know that they're going to be always gone and not only that I worry too much every day you go out I'm scared that you're not coming home so um, that's a big one for me yeah. As far as <laughs> as being touched every day and you know everybody wants to be loved but I believe that I used to be like that. And after getting divorced, I learned how to self-soothe. Yeah. Where I'm I'm content with doing hobbies. I keep myself busy. I self-love myself. So when somebody comes in to love me, I not only love myself, but I can love them too. Right. Not saying that, you know, this person we're talking about in particular don't self-love they self. I'm just saying that... Let me think. What am I saying? I'm saying that sometimes you transition when it's someone when you truly willing to wait for them you'll find little things to occupy yourself so that when they do come back you're okay right I'm glad you touched on that because someone else answered by saying there are gonna there are good benefits because they're a single mom mm-hmm. and as as she said in normal relationships people usually spend a lot of time together dating going out sleeping over things of that nature but for her being a single mom she don't always have that time mm-hmm. to do things like that especially short notice so she said it works well for her and think about that you know single mothers that 
they do a lot yes we do <laughs> a, whole, <laughs> a whole lot they gotta get up they gotta make sure their child is ready for school or ready for their day they gotta make sure that them themselves as mothers are ready for the day they have to tackle the day then they it's have not- to come home and make sure the house is intact make sure everything and there's no there's no assistance there's no aid so but that's one of the last the chip of it because your kids still need that attention they still need that love from you so yeah. if you're focused on this person to love on you and you loving on them where's the love for your kids for the child negli- exactly. Yep. exactly and that and when you touched on that you spoke right into this woman's um, thinking process when it comes to the benefits and she she stated that uh, she's been in a long distance relationship and that's when she found out you know like it's pretty cool that we that we're in long distance because I have a lot to tend to here mm-hmm. you know and it's, it's, it's going to be kind of hard to put all my focus and energy on you good sir when I have this this child at home and I'm the one taking care of this child so but the question is to to piggyback off that mm-hmm. if you and that person got serious in that long distance relationship how would you balance that busy life and this person that's trying to combine their life with yours now see we can get we can get into the thick of this cause that's some of my favorite conversations um I was almost in a long distance relationship almost and what I've learned you know the man that I am now I've learned that single mothers like we was just speaking of they go through a lot right and you know this woman has children and I did not try to separate her time with them from them so she can have time with me right and Mm -hmm. I made sure that I implemented every chance I got how are the boys doing what was their day like to keep her in constant reminder like I'm going to be here but just like a snap I can be gone but these children are always going to be there Mm -hmm. and to answer your question is I think it it depends that's pretty shallow it depends on the person but I think um, a woman has to really really make that uh, how do you say she has to really yeah she has to really let that person know that man know or that woman know she has to make her partner know the importance of raising her child but how important it is for me to want you as much as you want me right so that balance is tricky and 
not really not for everybody not for everyone that's why I said I didn't want to be shallow and say it depends on the person no but everybody has their selfish moments I can honestly say I have my selfish moments oh, man. you know where sometimes you can't say they tell your partner but you be like fuck them kids <laughs> come, <laughs> come kick it with me but you can't say that no, well yeah, <laughs> hey, hey I listen <laughs> I know some single mothers who I was in, de- in dealings with and they just came out and said it. Hold on, you trying to go out? Like, what about what about your children, man? man what the ch- <laughs> I can call somebody <laughs> and we can go do something. <laughs> so, yeah. But they go both sides for single dads too or co-parents yes, and fathers. Yes, let's you not know? be about the single dads. Yes, indeed. Because um, my struggle is with teenage girls because, you know, they possessive of their father. And you can't be like, oh, this little heifer over here. You can't mm. say certain stuff, so you still got to play nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you I always have to understand you was that woman at one time and mm. you wanted your daddy's love and this is what the situation is because she feels also as the daughter that you're going to take that attention away from her. Mm-hmm. So it has to be a balance daddy and daughter time mommy and son time or mommy and daughter time um and then you have date night even if it's once a month date night okay where it's just you and your significant other so I'm, just, I'm gonna say once a month is ideal um, I don't know who all will agree with that but once a month is ideal simply because back to what we were saying about that that connection when you do see each other right mm-hmm. it makes being around each other that more special but we can't leave out that you really have to be into this person that's definitely not everyone right like and I don't want to be negative but I, I like I like the 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 good angel bad angel on the shoulders that we're running <laughs> right now yeah <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's a lot I ain't gonna say something there's a lot of folks who uh who can't deal with that like what once a month like what, so what am I what am I doing with you once a month we gotta at least make it twice a month but is that really possible? I mean, some people are able to do it, even if it's just watching a movie at, in the house. You know, y'all live together, but what if y'all don't live together? Y'all courting each other, y'all dating each other. Okay, but I, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. I see a lot of people who are in relationships. They'll probably give it five months maybe six if they last that long and they decide hey let's just go ahead and move in right that that um idea that two incomes in the house we should be able to do everything we want to do let's be a power couple we can make it happen but that's not possible because you can't be a power couple with everybody not everybody mix right 
and you can't be a power couple if y'all really don't have a plan y'all biggest plan was to move in together <laughs> or biggest plan That's was I just the like road. the sex because yeah. a lot of these people is just it's all about the sex oh they yeah. do this good to me so i'm in love no that's not love honey that's mm-hmm. lust on that that's a fantasy also mm-hmm. and then they wonder I, why they got this crazy baby mama or baby daddy because you didn't get to know them. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get to know or, or you didn't even get time to, to really know yourself. It took for you to to crash a few times for you to finally get to know you. But it goes back to that long distance relationship communicating. Y'all not out there messing with each other. Y'all talking to each other and y'all getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. And you- that was that was the answer for a lot of folks. Um communication right or setting aside time that was one of my favorite answers um this person said maintaining a healthy long distance relationship requires understanding of course like all relationships um a level of trust like no other that's that's not easy to that's not easy to grab because a lot of people got trust issues a lot of people got trust issues for good reason though yeah because the other person did it I didn't do it the other person Mm -hmm. did Mm -hmm. or so now I gotta sit there and clean up the mess for the other person so now I'm doing extra you know how tiresome this is I'm sitting there gotta make sure you trust me I'm I'm crossing my T's and dotting my I's because the other person hurt you Uh, I'm exhausted then just thinking about it. Yeah. Previous Music Soul Child. Y'all look that up. Listen to that song. (laughs) (laughs) Now you wonder why I'm over here tired as hell because you got me doing all this extra stuff and I just asked you to make me a sandwich. Right. I'm putting in so much energy to try to make this work. I'm tired. And I'm dealing with what you dealt with in your past relationships. I'm not that person. They also said um, rules that keep you both on track. And for example, this person said FaceTime every night around the same time. Don't go longer than 90 days without seeing one another. Uh, I, I, I don't mean to laugh at this one, but mandatory good morning text. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. People love that good morning text for some reason. If they don't get it, there's an issue. I don't I don't understand that one. It makes you feel just as good as having it in the morning. Getting good loving in the morning. You thought about me as soon as you woke up. Yeah, okay, let's let's tap on this too. I don't uh, let's let's go here because like I said. I I was an a-hole in relationships in my past sometimes, right? I could easily message like six different women that same text and they'll get it around that same hour and minute that I sent the one that's supposed to be the one that I'm with. 
so can can you really feel that special if I just send it to five other people? Mm-hmm. Yep. You can. Yep. Because you're not thinking that way. You're, you're not just thinking that way. Nope. When we receive the text, okay. it's more, oh, you thought about me. Okay. Because you okay. did think about me to at least send me and them other five women a text. It's just that I don't know about the other five. Right. Now, see, this is what I respect about you. And if y'all listening, she's giving some game out there. Um, she's not thinking about anybody else but the fact that she got one from the person she's talking to. I'm only saying this to say in the days before we had all this you know technology and you just had that house phone we need had not beepers wasn't even around right mm-hmm. Gladys was with her man and if Jim is out there hollering at the girls at the steel mill or the, or the grocery store or the liquor store before he come home she's not thinking about those other women she's thinking about when Jim come home put them groceries on the table give her a big hug and a kiss It's missing. That unconditional love is missing. Right? And I, I you know, I low-key tapped on it earlier, like this is transactional is a conditional you know, society that we live in. So me asking that question, I pulled that from women that I've spoke to before. Right? What if he texts another woman this? I don't feel that special. If your dude took you out on a picnic and y'all just had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, you wouldn't think that's special either. Sometimes it's just the little small things. It's you don't the little know. small things. No, and I'm not knocking what you're saying. Not even a little bit. I tremendously respect what you're saying. You know, I'm I'm speaking on a level of women. You know, um, a number of women who don't feel that a, a, a good morning text matters as much as other women do right and this this conversation is for our listeners and I hope that uh, we get some some feedback in the comments or anything letting us know um, if you agree you know some men would love to get a good morning text from they lady you know what I mean it, it goes both ways but that 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 level of thinking, the shallow thinking, that it's not just for you. He probably out there doing dirt. And he's telling everybody the same thing because she feels or he feels they're not there to see that they they want the action. They don't want the words. You know. I but, would say on that point, you have to change your thinking. Yes. Change your exactly. thinking because it don't matter what that person doing. This exactly. is the code that I, I live by. I'm going to do my part. And I'm mm-hmm. going to do my part until I get tired of you. And when I'm mm-hmm. tired of you, I'm going to leave you alone. But I did my part, so I know I'm leaving on good terms. You know, my credit is good. So if you was this low down, sleazy, mm-hmm. Rudy mm-hmm. Pooh person, you going to have to live with that. But I mm-hmm. did my part. 
Praise you, praise, praise you, God. That's what I dealt with in, in my last relationship, right? As you said, credit, her credit was amazing. Credit was amazing, and I was in yeah, you understand me? Excuse my language. And when it was over, it took me years, man. I'm talking literally years to finally say, I'm done. Right? Because I was still trying to find some way to blame this one. I was looking for ways because it couldn't have been me couldn't have been just me it's a two way thing you know it's a, it's a two lane street there's no way it was just me yeah bro you was in both lanes <laughs> you, you you was causing all kind of crashes and, and accidents and everything trying to place blame on, on this amazing woman right so that was that was one of those little uh revelations right there you just threw out you know because mm-hmm. you you did your part goes now i got a question man, that jelly bean man That's I, how <laughs> they go right back to that person mm-hmm. now my question is you said when i get tired of you mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. i like to pick apart um things people say you didn't say if i get tired of you said when I get tired of it. So you you have an expiration date? Yep. Or when when you feel like you're tired? When you're tired of sick and tired and when you're tired of crying and you know, because it's, ah. it's not going to make no sense to sit okay. there and keep arguing with this person. Stop right. cheating on me. Stop hurting me. Because I mean, sometimes the person here, but they just don't give a shit. Right. So you meant of you know in the sense of being hurt right when you're tired of being tired yeah okay okay I was just wanting to keep you on your toes because I you know what I mean like what you mean like you just in a relationship and you tired I got you I mean because okay I I really want to tell this story about this jelly bean man okay yes we want to hear it So after my divorce, I was going through, I would call a rebound phase. So he was my first victim. Ah. And we spent so much time together that I would say some type of love blossom. So he thought that he can get away with murder, but I would not argue with him. I would not fight with him because what was the point I was still gonna mess with him anybody else Mm -hmm. I'm gonna sit there and cry I'm gonna sit there and moan I'm gonna ask you why you doing this and why you doing that but at the end of the day he gonna give you them two words and them puppy dog eyes and you gonna be right back and he gonna do it again and then he gonna do it again and in his mind he really thought it was okay because I wasn't bitching and moaning about it. So he started recruiting other people. And I don't know what sickness they had in their head, but they wanted to be sister wives. Some oh, people... He, he had them. He had them in the bag. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, Literally you know, the jelly bean bag. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So we willing to do this. We can work together. We can do this. But this is not what I signed up for. And because I'm not bitching and moaning and crying into you, you think it's okay with me. So, you know, going through my little phase or whatsoever, I'm thinking, okay, maybe I could just get sex from this person. It, it's not going to be no attachments. You know, you play a little mind games with yourself. You know, I'm a, you know, I live this far. He lived this far. I'm going to just go back and just boom, 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 come back. And then, you know, it's a whole different story. Nope, blind to myself. And, you know, after you finish lying to yourself after a while and you really look at the whole thing and I'm like, you know what? Why am I disrespecting myself? This is not what I want and this is not what I want to do. And I'm settling for something because I'm thinking I'm getting a feeling from somebody else. Mm. And I'm not getting nothing but hurt feelings. Every time I came back home, my feelings was hurt. It took me three days to recover because I'm over here hurt in my feelings. Until I got tired and I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of being cheated on. I'm tired of being disrespected. I'm tired of disrespecting myself. Mm. So, I lit. And I came up with the concept is... I'm willing to put up with all this crap for um, Rudy Poo-ass people that's here immediately, but I'm not willing to wait for that right person. They can be local, they can be long distance, but just to get love back is worth the wait. Mm. Versus just getting something right now What's the point? Your feelings are going to be hurt. You're going to be a denial. I mean, I can tell you stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So can I. So can I. But I want to I, I wanna touch on something that you were saying within that story. Mm-hmm. You were speaking on. He thought everything was all good because you wasn't bitching and moaning mm-hmm. and complaining I see that a lot in relationships a lot and you know these are people that I speak to you know how conversations um I try I try to counsel, counsel folks you know about relationships and that's one of the biggest things is you know this person isn't speaking up to their partner about what's right and wrong so that partner is never going to switch their ways because nobody is there's no complaints and I think that plays a big role in relationships and I'm pretty sure that that plays a big role also in long distance relationships because that distance allows you to not care as much to some some folks, not everyone. And if you're not bringing how you feeling or how you're hurting or anything of the nat- that nature to the table, you know, that person is going to continue to be that person out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? But my question is, how many times do you tell this person you're hurting me? You don't make me feel special. Or, you know, you're doing this before you just... For the right... (laughs) For the right person, it better it better only take one, maybe two, for them to, you know what I mean. Repetition is the mother of learning. It shouldn't go further than that. Well, I can show you better than I can tell you, because right. I'm only gonna tell you so many times. Right. If I if I come to the table, and I tell and I tell my partner, look, um, here's something that I'm not. I'm not good with I'm not comfortable with and I bring whatever that is to that person right and it happens again I can be prideful and be like oh you don't you don't respect me I'm done or I can be logical and not act on emotions and say okay maybe they didn't hear me (laughs) you know I'm gonna bring it to the table once again Yo, that thing you just did, yo, I'm I'm really not feeling that. I need you to know this. Now, if that person decides this second time, after I, after I, after my second time telling them, and it happens one more time, then pride is out the window, logic is out the window. I've came to you two times about this one issue that I don't agree with, and you're continuously doing it, then that means you don't give a flying about me. And or or any type of respect for me so I'm a bounce right mm-hmm. if it's the right person you shouldn't you should only tell them but one because like you said you guys are really feeling each other I don't want to be with nobody but you mm-hmm. right I don't care who's knocking at my door I don't want nobody but you I don't even I don't feel these feelings with anyone but you right I don't see a future with anybody but you so I hear you if that hurts you I'm never doing that again not saying that that's how it goes but that's how it should go so if you ask how many times do you tell them it should be only one the stretch is two because if they do it the third time they just didn't care about anything you had to say to them yeah. right? Um, right I have this thing about me um, I've gotten over a lot uh, I've gotten over a lot of insecurities I've gotten over a lot of, of uh, I call it ignorant temperament right things that I would get upset about that make no sense at all right but I do hold near and dear to me is respect because out the gate I'm going to respect you because for one you're a human right and we like that in this world you know sympathy and empathy that makes you a better person that's how you know you know, I'm not going to do this to you because that might hurt you because I wouldn't want you to do that to me. So mm-hmm. once I've gained all of that, there's one thing that, you know, I would not stand for is the disrespect. And what I mean by that is, you know, don't, 
don't talk to me as if a man is not sitting here right in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, don't. I call it sex playing. Like, don't sex play me. Like, like I'm, I'm a child or uh, not. Okay, not sex play. Like, I'm in. Like you, you're superior to me because the respect so, that I have for you is the utmost right and and I can understand if you slip every once in a while well let me not say that if you slip twice <laughs> you know what I mean but let me give you an example um let's say I'm in a relationship and we have a day where we're both off right mm-hmm. and hey come spend the night you're gonna be off tomorrow when you get off work come spend the night you know what I mean you come through the door you know we relax all night you know what I'm saying take a nice shower we lay down and then the next day we got a full day to do something let's go do something now all of that feels good it sounds good and we're at my house right so if I'm if you get ready and I'm getting ready but I take, you know, certain precautions. Like I want to make sure that the house is in tip-top shape before I leave. Mm-hmm. And you say something to me like, "Dang, you just now dress like you move. You, you get dressed like a woman, mm. right?" Not Is that exactly. supposed to be a joke? That's now that's the part I'm talking mm-hmm. about, right? you know the tone right so you know if you know if it was a joking tone or if they mm-hmm. were serious now if, this, if the tone is in the joking sense I'm a joke back with you but if the tone was you really meant that like now you playing on on my man yo you know I'm gonna say something relax don't talk to me like that and it's not pride just know that we got something good and you're talking to a man right now right so don't don't do that if it happens again I'm really gonna feel disrespected but hey remember I told you that one time don't don't do that not the same instance but something of that nature you know no I get exactly what you said they're demeaning you as a man right um but and to say that is a lot of women don't know how to be treated by a man because they don't know what a man is Mm. speak on it so it's a certain way you talk to him you're not going to talk to him like you're talking to your kid you still have that it goes back respect Mm -hmm. for him just like you wouldn't want him coming at you and calling you all kind of b words, you're gonna be like, who, who is this? Mm-hmm. So how are you gonna disrespect him if you don't want to be disrespected yourself? You're not gonna say, oh, um, you in your house and you're cooking. Oh, you don't wash your dishes when you cook. That's a low blow. Just like, oh, you're not gonna, you know, you take your time like a girl like come on now that's still a low blow 
the first thing that will pop up in my mind is, oh, you calling me dirty? Or with her saying that to you, the first thing that should have popped in your mind is, are you dirty? Because who doesn't want to clean their house before they leave so they can come home to a nice clean house? Right. Uh, I don't know how anybody else grew up, but I lived in a household where we had to clean up before we went to go play outside. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, to be honest, that's where I get it from, right? Like, my mom, my grandma, they gave me the tools to, I can sustain one by myself. I can cook. I, I, I'm pretty good at it, to be honest. I can clean, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't need a mother figure or a woman that I would look at as a, a motherly figure because a lot of us men do that. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't look for you to do that. If you do, you're getting all types of praises and thank yous because for one, I, I didn't ask it, but if you did it out of the kindness of your heart, that's dope. Matter of fact, let's go do it together. You know what I mean? I'm going to need you to have a little bit more energy when we're done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let's go knock that down together. But yeah. Um, and there's things, you know, boundaries are set by people, but they're invisible to everyone else. I call until, that the invisible contract. Yeah. Everybody until has an invisible contract. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Okay, we no, no, we're not getting off track because all right. As far as uh, long distance relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Is there an end game? The end game is two of y'all coming to some type of um, agreement of where y'all want to take this relationship. Right. Usually, people will know what they want to do within the first two years. That is enough time for you to get to know anybody. Right. First six months, you and your honeymoon stage. After the honeymoon stage, you know, you seeing each other fart and, you know, doing all kind of other stuff. And, you know, after that whole year, now you seeing each other dirty draws. And that should be enough time to actually see that monkey mask come off. Because, you know, after a while, a lot of people can cannot hold that honeymoon phase pooky pool yeah facade for too long yeah um i i hear it a lot when people speak of relationships like oh man i met her representative i heard women say it too like i met his representative um my advice in that man if you meet somebody be you man Right, like if you gotta play a part, then your your acting gig is gonna run out. You know what I'm saying? Like you mm-hmm. can't, you know, a motion picture is only two hours. You know what I mean? Like you can't you can't play that role for too long because you're gonna get exposed. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst thing is for somebody to see who you really are. You know what I'm saying? Later, not you know at all but for them to find out later who you really are that's one of the worst things my thing is I can't really know who you are until I see you upset 
how do you how do you treat your anger what do you do with your anger mm. are you one of them people that like to sock walls or are you one of them people that throw a tantrum I want to see how you are when you're angry you and that's you well I'm yeah you believe seeing that gives you the full detail of who this person is you need to see them in that moment because that's their most rawest moment what about the, the vulner, vulnerable moment say they lost a loved one that's where I like to see a person um, because it'll show me how you deal with some of the most heartbreaking things right like some people when they lose a loved one they just fall to pieces right and I'm not going to say that I'm lazy and I don't want to put in the work. I would definitely put in the work to be there for you. But if I see that you're going to ride this little phase out because you know you got a helping hand, it's, and I, I don't mean to sound like a, a dick, but it's hard for me to be like, oh, I'm going to ever rock with this person. I can't. pick yourself up man you know what I mean I'm here I'm not leaving but if you don't want to pick yourself up and you want to keep blaming this this, yeah this harsh time and using it as a crutch or using it as a way to keep me around and try to throw that 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 guilt on me are you just gonna talk to me like that when I'm man that was three years ago <laughs> I hate them seasonal people. As soon as the season comes, it's like, okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be crying for all of New Year's. Like, come on, dude. Like, seriously. But would you call that incompassionate? Hmm. Because that's like, um, I don't want to use no landmarks, but it was one landmark that we've been going through for the last ten years. And it's like, okay, how long are we gonna mourn these people? Yeah. Now, you know, I can be honest. Um, when I lost my mom, I didn't realize until ten years later that I was fully okay with. It. And what I mean is, I, you know, when her birthday or the day she passed or holidays came around, I wouldn't wallow in, oh my gosh, my mama's not here. Like, it'll, I'll have moments, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a song would come on and I'm like, dang, man. Like, I, I wish mom was here. Or I'm going through a trial piece. It's like, man, I just can't, I can't even call on moms. I mean, I can, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna hear her tell me. You know what I mean? So it was like, it took me to 10 years after her death to be like, oh, dang, I'm good. I haven't had an episode. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I've heard this song plenty of times and I, and I didn't get my feelings. So it it takes some people a while and, and, and it's all about who that person was to them. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But nah, if you, if you go through a, a trial and you just every single time Oh, here we go again. Hit that, hit that, that broken I was, record. 
I was dating this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And the maybe the first time we went on a date, this is when Nipsey Hussle par- first passed away. Mm-hmm. And he never knew the dude, but he was really hurt. So he felt that it was his, his thing to drink and cry over Nipsey Hussle. Mm. And I never experienced nothing like that. So I really felt like I had Asperger's syndrome because I wasn't mm. compassionate that his favorite rapper passed away. Okay. I know exactly what you mean. I, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Um, hey, I love you, niece. I don't mean to throw you out there and I ain't even going to say your name. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have a niece who um, young very young very young right so she wasn't around when Selena was popping mm-hmm. but you know in this you know technology you can you can go and listen to you know what I'm saying music that you wouldn't live in um to see or you know what I mean or you can you can get the story of this person you know what I'm saying you can watch documentaries and everything and she you know she 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 grew like a, a fandom ship with Selena and one day she told me like yeah I just got finished crying I'm like what's wrong and she was like I'll just think about Selena and I was like what the hell did she just say to me <laughs> like the singer and she was like, yeah. Like, what you crying for? <laughs> you wasn't even born when this woman passed away. You know? <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. But some people hold, hold dear and dear. But if you with someone and that's their that's their mode, that's how they're acting. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. There's only so much I can be like, I understand, I understand. It's like, no, I'm about to, <laughs> like, get over that shit. Because <laughs> I get what you said. You know, you kind of kind of gauge how they feel when they in this moment, just like how I gauge how they are. How yeah, aggressive right. you are doing your anger, it it makes me think, okay, if you sock in walls, then one day you're going to sock me, you know? Oh, man. So obviously you have no self-control to contain yourself. A lot you of don't people get... don't have self-control. And that even goes in long-distance relationships. Yeah, do you even get to see that though? The self-control? Yeah, like the that anger moment. Sometimes you do. Okay, has there been a time that you have? Um, the same guy, Nipsey Hussle, dude. He okay. felt oh. that because he didn't ball his fist to me, that backing me up in the corner wasn't abuse. I look at that as you're trying to intimidate me. That's still abuse. Was it, so, was it a constant thing? Um... I didn't let it be constant because he didn't he didn't make it that long. Okay, because that that's one to go because you know abuse is something that lingers. You know, you let it go on and on and on and on. And if you checked it, then you know what I mean. 
It go back to self-love because mm-hmm. I'm too pretty to be hit. I don't want no busted lips <laughs> or no black eyes. So you can call me vain if you want to, but I like all my teeth. No, nah, no, nah, that's not vain at all. That's like you said, that's, that's self-love. <laughs> <laughs> so even if you holding my arm tightly, I do not like that. No, to me, that is still abuse. Because oh. if you're willing to grab me like that then you willing to do other stuff that's just um what do you call it base one that's usually that red flag that most people don't want to look at okay hold on. oh let's he talk just about, grabbed me let's talk about context here mm-hmm. you know situation uh if i grab you like that but it's not no anger situation is you know what i'm saying do you take it the same way it's like a difference just, between restraint and pull you to me and you know what I'm saying that that good passionate kiss no how how are you gonna how would you know see this is this is what I mean how would you know if the way I grabbed you is me inflicting pain on you or me saying get your ass over here how would you because know if it's I just grabbed you that's just like when you write in all caps in your text message it's your tone and if you know the person then you know how they are but if you're arguing with me and backing me up if I'm walking away and you're still backing me up in the corner now to me that's aggression because I didn't walk away from a heated conversation and you're still trying to back me up in the corner Okay. So do you feel that we've hit every possible point when it comes to long distance relationships? Yes. It's about trust, understanding, and communication. communication. And what two people are willing to do for that. There has to be an end game, right? The end game is you should know this person over the next two years and y'all should have made attempts to be more than what y'all are. If y'all just doing the pen pal thing, then y'all just pen pals. But if y'all trying to make something with one another, then attempts of trying to be more with each other, either if it's a compromise, oh, I'm going to live in this area, you're going to live in that area, or it's going to be some type of compromise. Okay. Um, I would say for me, end game is a devoted monogamous relationship. For how long? I don't know to, you know, if, if it's if, if that's the person, till till you're gone. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? T- so you tell me I gotta wait five years? No, see, people don't run off the same time frame. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be damned if I'm your <laughs> yeah, I'm in a long distance relationship for two years. Okay. I got I got six months to know if you the person I want. And this is why I say that. This is why I say that. I would say six months because you're getting me. You know what I mean? You're not getting no character. You're not getting no quote unquote representative. You're getting me. Like when I when you're talking to me, you're getting me full steam ahead 
there's you don't have to question anything if you do have a question go ahead ask I'm transparent as hell I tell you I like the men that give you the security when you feel insecure and they still want to kind of give you that security you know hey I'm here I might be way over here but I'm still here yeah I'm, but this is me right this is this is just my belief I could be proven wrong you know what I'm saying? I could I could try to get into a long distance relationship and I can say six months, but it might take longer than that. But I do have to know from jump. Maybe not from jump, you know what I'm saying? Maybe uh, you know, a little bit down the line. Like I gotta know, all right, this this this, this is it. No, you can kinda know from jump because those are the the probing questions. Do you want kids or you know, where do you see yourself in five years? What are you working yourself up to? Yeah, that's a, that's a conversation we can tackle on later when it comes to relationships. And, mm. oof, okay. And that's where yeah, that we... communication come in at. Okay, mm-hmm. do you see yourself moving here? Okay, if I decide to move there, you know? Yeah, yeah. How about we just pick a whole different state and just start all over oh, together? There we go. There we go. And that's what I mean. We gotta have an end game. You know what? I was looking. I was looking in this state. I think. I think we can flourish here. Both of us. Mm-hmm. We can flourish here. And then, if children are already involved, we can think, man. Let's think about the children too. You know, not school system per se, but environment. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, that communication is heavy. Very, very heavy. And I don't, I don't condone lacking communication. Say what's on your mind. And if I don't get it, help me to understand. Vice versa. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, this is going to do it. I want to truly, 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 truly thank you for joining because there was nothing shallow about this conversation with you. And you can tell that you've seen some shit. <laughs> I mean, when you dating for 30 plus years, you kind of, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. 30 plus years old are you? I am 30. How old am I? I forget. Oh, Lord. Don't, I don't, don't, 37. No, don't, don't, nah, don't pinpoint <laughs> it. Don't pinpoint it. <laughs> so you've been dating since she was, since she was born? Hey, my first crush you know, was, uh, <laughs> man, was the doctor. Let me stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, man. But people, we're going to wrap it up here. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you learned some things because Queen Naomi was dropping game and I was picking up on it. So join us next time for our next episode. This is Incorrectly Correct. I'm your host, Sergio, and we are out. <laughs>